Yo, it's March Hanna with the Fantasy Knockout, Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, August 2nd. Follow the show on my Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. Also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening or watching on. I'm really excited for today's show. It's We're going to be breaking down the... Breaking down the AFC West. We're going to talk projections, player... Uh, and team expectations. But first, let's get into the, some news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. So quarterback Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns, he has been suspended for the first six games of the NFL season. Uh, Judge Shu Robinson uh, ruling was a suspension for the first six games, like I just said. Um, no additional fine. Or Given the way his contract is structured, um, with his suspension, it's only going to cost Watson $333,000 this year. Uh, the NFL, which had reportedly sought an indefinite suspension or at least a full year, um, they have three days to appeal, and Goodell can serve as the appeals officer and has the authority to increase the punishment. Um, so the saga isn't over. Watson could get a longer term, but minimum at least six games. So we'll start baking that into some projections and expectations and draft ADP and stuff like that. Well, next was wide receiver Debo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers. He got paid. He signed a three-year, $71.5 million extension through 2025. I'm glad for Debo. This isn't the best wide receiver deal out there, but it still makes him one of the highest paid receivers. I hope him and Lance can find a way to be great together. Uh, Next is Mitch Trubisky, quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, report says that Trubisky basically has been told the job is his to lose. Well, really? Did we expect anything different? No. Um, you know, he couldn't beat out a rookie, and he couldn't beat out Mason Rudolph. So, yeah, we expected Trubisky to be the guy there in Pittsburgh to at least start the year. We'll see if um, if uh, Kenny Pickett can take over at some point. Uh, next, wide receiver Van Jefferson of the Los Angeles Rams. Reports say that Jefferson will see a specialist for his knee issue. Um, if he's going to miss some time or or if this lingers, I'm fading him on my draft boards. Uh, I'd rather take the chance on Allen Robinson now if Jefferson's going to miss some time. Uh, wide receiver James Washington out of Dallas. Uh, reports say that Washington suffered a Jones fracture in training camp. Um, this It's not season-ending, but usually this injury lingers and holds players out longer than expected. So we'll see if Jalen Tolbert, the rookie, can step up and get a little bit more targets. It bumps up um, Dalton Schultz and CeeDee Lamb for me a little bit as well. Uh, next, quarterback Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. His head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, came out and said that Murray tested positive for COVID-19. And he's going to be out for a minimum of five days. So... You think Kyler's going to get a little bit extra screen time to prepare for games and stuff? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a little cheap shot. Uh, next is running back Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. His court hearing for his felony battery was p- postponed another 60 days. So the hearing will be set for September 29th. That's the beginning of the season. Um, if it doesn't get postponed, it's been postponed four times, I believe, now. So we'll see if it doesn't get a possible another postponement. Um, if it does go through, then it's possible that the suspension could happen in 2023, which would be next year, or it could be like the Zeke thing where all of a sudden mid season, it could happen. We don't know. 
We're going to have to wait and see. But if his ADP with some of this news drops far enough and he becomes a value, I would consider him. But most likely, I'm staying away from him just because I don't want to gamble with my fantasy season on whether he has a court date and suspension this year or next year. Well, I'd rather get that definite information before I make that choice of drafting him on, on my teams. Unless he falls so far down that, you know, it's not one of your starting guys that you can take that gamble with. All right, let's move right into the main event with the AFC West breakdowns. So let's start off with the Denver Broncos. Last year, they were 7-10. and 10. This year, their win total projection is 10.5. They got the new addition in the quarterback, Russell Wilson. Right now, he's going in the 8th round, 8.8. Um, I got him projected for 4,200 yards, 31 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 300 rushing yards, and 2 rushing touchdowns. I like Russell. I love his value there. Um, I think this kind of reminds me of when Peyton Manning was brought into Denver and just really lifted that offense up. I'm not saying that Russell is Peyton or is going to throw for 50 touchdowns or anything of that na nature. No, don't hear me with that. But Russell will bring some fantasy value and later as one of the later quarterbacks, the you know six, seven, eight, nine in the quarterback rankings right now, he is a value. You could scoop him up. You don't have to take Josh Allen right away. You can uh, wait and get Russell Wilson and get similar production. The running backs are Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Williams is going in the second round, mid-second round. Melvin Gordon's falling all the way to the 10th. Um, I like Javante a lot, especially if you can get him as your second running back. I don't like him or love him as my first just because he'll be splitting time with Melvin. And yes, Melvin will come in on those third downs or the goal lines and, and uh, vulture some of those carries and touchdowns that you would like to see Javante have. If something ever happens to Melvin and he gets hurt, Javante is going to be a top five running back. His talent is amazing. Got him projected for 1,023 yards, eight touchdowns, 47 receptions, 336 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. While Gordon and I got projected for 605 yards, 6 touchdowns, 26 receptions, 200 yards, and a touchdown. Um, not Like last year, they were equal. They were even with as far as their productions and carries and stuff. I see Williams getting a little bit more than Melvin because Melvin's another year older. Um, so I do like Williams if you can make him your RB2 on your team. If you go running back and then grab him as your second running back, I like that a lot. The receivers, we got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Tim Patrick. Um... My favorite of the three is Cortland Sutton. He's going in the sixth round. Jerry's going in the seventh round. And Tim Patrick's going in the 13th round. If you want to take a flyer on Tim, just because you missed out on Sutton or Judy, Tim will still have some relevance like last year. He was one of the waiver wire darlings we were mentioning every single week. Um, Sutton, I got projected for 70 receptions, 1,035 yards, eight touchdowns. Judy got for 75 receptions for 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. And Tim Patrick with 58 receptions, 813 yards, and six touchdowns. Um, Sutton I see as more of the DK Metcalf style player. And I see Judy more as a Tyler Lockett where they both had fantasy relevance. Um, just like Lockett and Metcalf did. Where they both could be top 20 receivers this year. I would like If I go with Wilson as my quarterback, I'd like to get Judy or Sutton as one of my receivers. Especially my third or fourth receiver um, on my team. Um, and then Tim Patrick, you take him as a late flyer. The tight end is Albert O. <laughs> I'm going to butcher last, his last name, Oguebanon. Uh, he's going to the 13th round. He's, I'm not drafting him, but 
he's a late round flyer as far as tight ends. I know we've been saying that a lot. 46 receptions, 483 yards, and four touchdowns. Nothing special there, but we'll see if the rapport and Russ build. Next is the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so Kansas City last year they were 12 and five. Their projected win totals at 10 and a half. Um, I could see them doing that. Um, they lose Tyreek Hill this year, so that's the big loss. They gain a couple other receivers. The quarterback is still Patrick Mahomes. He's a stud. He's going in the fourth round. He's at the value. I finally like him. Um, I got him projected for 4,680 yards, 35 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 355 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Um, I'll take Patrick there. I know it's a little scary with him losing Tyreek, and but I mean Kelsey's still there. They added Juju Smith-Schuster, Nicole Hardman. They added Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They drafted a rookie, um, so there he still has plenty of options, and he's super talented. And Andy Reid is a great coach. They'll figure out a way to do it and win. The running backs there are Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Ronald Jones. They bring in Ronald Jones from Tampa Bay. Um, Clyde is going in the 7th round, uh, mid-7th, and Ronald's going in the 12th round. Um, I like Edwards-Hilaire of the two. I just don't trust Ronald Jones. He'll get enough. I got Jones projected for 560 rushing yards, 5 touchdowns, 19 receptions for 144 yards, and 0 receiving touchdowns. Um, He's just going to be annoying, similar to what I was mentioning with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Uh, Jones is just going to be annoying there, and he's going to take away from Clyde. Um, I do like Clyde, but I don't expect Clyde to do what Kareem Hunt did when he was in Kansas City that one year. Um, Clyde is going to be similar to what he's done the last years. Yes, he had a gallbladder surgery at the beginning of last year, and I think that had a lot to do with why he was slow in coming out and not as productive. Um, With losing a top receiver, they always talk about vacated targets. Those are the targets that are no longer there. And where they go, they typically go to the running backs in tight end position. So that benefits Clyde and Kelsey. Um, So Clyde, I have him at 660 rushing yards, 6 rushing touchdowns, 43 receptions, 332 receiving yards, and 3 receiving touchdowns. So I see that side boosting up for Clyde. The rushing total is not so much, but he could... Um, he's in the seventh round. That's a value where you take the gamble. You have six other spots already drafted. So if he's a your first bench, that's a value where he could turn into a top 20 running back. Um, so I'll take the chance on Clyde this year. Um, I liked him coming out of college. The receivers, we got Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Harmon, MVS, and Sky Moore. There's four guys. The question is, who is it? We don't know. We got to watch training camp, see who starts to emerge there. Um, if I were to pick my guy of the four, I would go with Juju. Um, I got him projected for 76 receptions, 940 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, McColl is 65 receptions, 930 yards, and five touchdowns. MBS, 32 receptions, 532 yards, four touchdowns. Sky Moore, I th- see him as like the last guy there. 18 receptions, 200 yards, two touchdowns. He's I don't know. I think there's just too much in front of Sky to get in there. He'll have some big boom plays, but we can't predict that. Um, you know, the reports are that MBS is emerging as one of the top guys there in camp. Okay, take your shot on him. Um, Hardman is the one veteran there that w- has played before with Mahomes, so you could take a chance on him. Juju, I think he's just talented. Um, he's going to be playing more in the slot. Uh I could see him scoring a lot of touchdowns. He's very good in the red zone. So that's why I would take my shot on Juju. He's going in the 8th round right now. Hardman's going in the 13th. 
MVS is going in the 13th. Sky is going in the 14th. So it's not like it's very ambiguous there. So take your shot on the first guy. I'll go with Juju and we'll see what happens. Um, And then the tight end we all know is Travis Kelsey. He's going in the second round right now. Um, I got him projected for 106 receptions, 1,295 yards, nine touchdowns. Kelsey's solid. He'll still keep doing what he's doing. I would take him there in the second. I think that's a value. Um, next, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders. Last year, they were 10-7. and seven. Um, Their win total projection this year is at 8.5. Uh, their new addition is Devontae Adams, the top receiver in the game. Um, Derek Carr, right now, I would not draft for redraft leagues. I would stream him. Um, he's going in the 12th round. I got him projected for 4,422 yards, nine, 29 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, about 100 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. Um, pretty standard car numbers. Uh, the running back is Josh Jacobs. He's going in the fifth round. I like the value of Jacobs where I think he's fallen enough where uh, he could be a solid running back too for your team. Not a sexy guy, but putting up points every week. He's got with Devontae Adams there and Waller healthy. The boxes won't be as stacked. I think they'll have plenty of scoring opportunities where he could be rushing in quite a bit of touchdowns. Uh, so Jacobs, I got projected for a thousand rushing yards, nine rushing touchdowns, forty receptions for two hundred eighty-three yards, and zero receiving touchdowns. Uh, Jacobs, a solid fantasy running back too. Then the receivers, we got Devonte Adams and Hunter Renfro. Adams is going early second round uh, for one hundred seven receptions, twelve hundred ninety-three yards, ten touchdowns. I see him doing very similar things of what he did in Green Bay, but not to that extent. Not getting sixteen touchdowns. But I see him and Carr being buddies and Carr really hyper-targeting Adams this year. Renfro, he's going in the 10th round. Got him for 81 receptions, 900 yards, 6 touchdowns. I see his touchdowns regressing a little bit. I see his uh, total receptions coming down a little bit as well. Um, Just because of all the injuries last year, he was the only option. Uh, But Renfro is still a solid player. You could pick him up, stash him on your bench, and be happy for a bye week's great filler there for depth. And then the tight end is Darren Waller. He's going in the mid-fifth round, sometimes slipping into the sixth round. Um, I got him projected for 91 receptions, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. Pretty standard uh, Waller numbers there. I like the value of Waller if he can if he's late fifth, early sixth. Um, you still get a top-tier tight end, in my opinion. Um, and then you don't have to worry about playing the waiver wire and who to start in each week with tight ends. Um, so... Waller, I would take there in the fifth all day long. Next is the Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers last year were 9-8. and eight. Uh, Their win projected total is 10.5 in Vegas. Um, they don't really have any new additions to their team this year. The quarterback is the stud, Justin Herbert. Um, he's going in the four, mid-fourth round. Got him projected for 4,400 yards, 34 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 300 rushing yards with three rushing touchdowns. I like the value of Herbert. He's my number two ranked quarterback right now. And in the fourth round, I'll take him and I'll pair him with like a Mike Williams and get my little stack there. Um, I like that. I found I'm doing that quite a bit in some mocks this year. The running back is Austin Eckler. He is the stud. He is going at 104. Got him projected for 940 yards, eight touchdowns, 70 receptions for 678 yards and three receiving touchdowns. 
Um, yes, last year he had eight receiving touchdowns. This year I don't have him projected for that, but he could easily do that again. Um, that is where I see Eckler falling a little bit, where I still have him as one of my top five running backs, and I'll take him because he's going to be a PPR machine and get a bunch of that receiving work, and he is just quick, and he is just electric. Um, so I like Eckler, but he is one of the most more scary uh, players to draft in that top five as far as the running backs. The receivers are Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Keenan Allen is going in the third, mid-third round. Um, he's kind of slipping a little bit. He's usually typically in the second. Um, Allen, I got projected for 95 receptions, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. Pretty standard for Allen. He's a solid receiver. So if you go running backs and then he's your first receiver in the third, he's a solid one to have on your team. Uh, Mike Williams, I like him I think he's going to outproduce Keenan this year. I got him projected for a little bit more. Um, he's going in the sixth round. I love that value. I, I mentioned Herbert and him as a stack. That's an option. Don't force those stacks. If they fall to you, be happy to do it and scoop them up. You got Mike Williams for 61 receptions for about 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. I could see that touchdowns easily going past 10. Um, and then the tight end there is Gerald Everett. He's the new addition. No more Jared Cook. Everett's going in the 14th round. I like him as a late round uh, quarterback, or not quarterback, a late round uh, tight end this year. So if I miss out on all my tight ends, I'll snag Everett because there is production there with Herbert throwing the ball so much. I got Everett for 40 receptions, 433 yards, five touchdowns, nothing super fancy. But if he gets that touchdown for you that week, you'll most likely win your week. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show we have is the AFC East, and that'll wrap up the breakdowns. Um, I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you are listening or watching on. Please leave a rating and review. It really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.